Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now, Angelo DeCipio, and he is the host of Wrestling with the Future podcast. Hey, Angelo, how are you doing today? I'm wonderful, Slasher. How are you doing, my brother? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm so glad that, you know, we can make this happen. And uh, I know uh, you set me up with a couple of people, one being the living legend, Larry Zabisco, and I have him on on Monday. Larry's a great guy. Um, you know, it's funny. I, I've known Larry a long time, mm-hmm. and he tells the same stories over mm-hmm. and over again. Yep. But somehow, and I don't know, Scotty, I don't know how he does it, my friend, but he makes them sound new and interesting every time he tells them. Nice. He's probably been telling the same stories for pretty close to 40 years. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Probably 40 years. And yep. they are as fun now to listen to as the first time. Yeah. But he's a great guy, too. Good awesome. Guy. I'm looking forward to it. He called me a couple of nights ago to confirm and just to talk about some movies he was in or whatever. And, uh, yeah, yeah he told me the story about how he, uh, how he ended up uh, dropping from uh, – how he uh, turned down um, The Hills Have Eyes, and he said he never turned down yeah. another opportunity again. Yeah, did he tell you that? A lot of people yep. don't know that. He was supposed to be up for that film. Yeah. The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And it would have been great for him. Yes. It would have been a great role for him. Absolutely. It'll do for him what what Scarecrow did for Ken Shamrock. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ah, I'll keep nice. <laughs> By the way, what's the language parameters here? You're free. Uh, I have an explicit. Okay. Uh, I have an explicit category that I can uh, check when I upload. So we're good to go. Okay. Because <laughs> I have. Uh, I'm Italian, and I have a loose tongue sometimes. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to make plan. So uh, the first question Hi, I got. And there's my mom in the background. Hi, mom. <laughs> yeah, I'm visiting for the Easter holiday. I just got in this morning. <laughs> Hi. How you doing, sweetie? Okay. How are you, buddy? Wonderful. I'll tell you what, Scotty's got a winner there. Oh, mama, she's a cutie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're quite welcome, dear. So the first question I got for you is, how did you start up uh, Wrestling with the Future, and what is this podcast all about? Um, I started Wrestling with the Future as an extension of my life in professional wrestling. Nice. Uh, I started out in wrestling like we all do you know i I was a fan Mm -hmm. a little kid watching it and i went to my first match when i was seven (laughs) years old hard to believe that but it's true yeah i was seven i got to see bruno san martino versus killer kowalski nice when i was seven at the philadelphia arena my uncle took me there for my birthday and it became like kind of a tradition. So the next time my birthday came around, went to the wrestling match again. Nice. Then I realized, hey, this stuff is on TV. I don't have to go to the matches. I can stay home and watch this. <laughs> and so I started watching wrestling on TV and became a fan like everybody else. Yep. And when I was old enough, you know, through high school, I did a little bit of work for some local mm-hmm. promotions. And then I got lucky because I actually got a job working for a wrestling promotion. And it's like what they say, you know, you never forget your first time. And it, the yeah. kind of, it's a lot like what you do in the horror genre. It like yeah. sucks you in yeah, and you become consumed by it. 
Yeah. You know, and like just like you, you love what you do, and I love yeah. what I did. And I became, uh, I was a work. I put up the ring, and I sold programs. Nice. And I owned a promotion, and I worked for a promotion, and I was a referee. I trained with pretty boy Larry Sharp. May he rest in peace, the late Larry Sharp. I got to know Buddy Rogers. You know, the, the great champion, Buddy Rogers, was a good guy mm -hmm. um, and lived not far from me. I live, Scotty, I live in an interesting area. <laughs> you can find this little, I think you might find this interesting. I live in what's called Wrestler's Row. Okay. Uh, within <laughs> this two miles, two square miles, were people like Tom Brandy, King Kong Bundy, Jimmy Snooker, uh, Don Morocco, um, my current neighbor, Kathy Fitzpatrick, uh, nice. people like um, uh, a big slam Vader, uh, Breaker Morant. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, who the hell else? Um, <laughs> oh, the Samoans, Alpha nice. and Sika. Um, Pete, the Duke of Dorchester, Doherty was mm -hmm. from here. Um, just, I mean, it was like every, it was a who's who. Right. Of of wrestlers, you know, yeah. but you know, when you go to the grocery store and you see like King Kong Bundy pushing a grocery cart, mm -hmm. that's some funny shit. Nice, okay? yes, that was some funny stuff. <laughs> Two in the morning, nobody at the path mark but me and King Kong Bundy. That was an interesting meeting because he had that grocery cart filled, brother. Yeah, that's awesome. It was filled. That's so, awesome. I started out like, you know, like a lot of people. I was a mm -hmm. fan and I got lucky enough to live my dream. And and um, some years ago, about four years ago, um, I met a guy named Jeff Robinson. Mm -hmm. He is now he's now the late Jeff Robinson. He mm -hmm. passed away um, about six months into our podcast run. He and I came up with wrestling with the future. OK, Um. He had this this funny idea. He goes, you know, you're, you know, you do what you do, and I, I do what I do. Why don't we get mm -hmm. together and do it together? Let's put, like do put a podcast mm -hmm. together. And right. I knew nothing about podcasting. Mm -hmm. I'm a radio guy. I knew right. that podcasting had to do something with a radio type format. Mm -hmm. But the whole introduction of video that was different. Yeah, because I, you know, if you look at me, I have a face for radio. <laughs> okay, I'm not one of these. I, I, you know, I scare small children when <laughs> right. <laughs> I got one of them faces, you know. <laughs> but uh, like, I'd be great for one of your horror films because I could pull off a monster like with no problem. <laughs> um, so what happened was we started the show, and wouldn't you know it, it caught on. Nice. Yeah, he called, Jeff used to call our podcast the little podcast that could. Mm -hmm. And it sure did. Our podcast caught on at big time. Mm -hmm. uh, Jeff passed away on, you'll love this one, February 29th on a leap year. Wow. Okay. Uh, he passed away watching AEW Revolution, mm -hmm. their first pay-per-view. Um, and... I actually didn't do a show for about three weeks because mm -hmm. I didn't know how to do a show without him. Right. And so um, I, I took some time and I found another co-host who was actually a friend of Jeff. 
mm-hmm. named Dan the Man. We went from Jeff the Ref to Dan the Man. <laughs> you know? Nice. Yep. And along with meeting Dan the Man came meeting a guy named Benny Scala mm-hmm. from Florida. Hashtag Scala from Ocala. So you got <laughs> Jeff the Ref, Dan the Man, and Scala from Ocala. Nice. Uh, you know, it's a it's a, a a regular you know who's who of nursery rhymes here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but we've had everybody on this show from Jimmy Valiant to Larry Zabisco to Dominic Danucci to nice. um, oh my God um, to Ricky Steamboat. Mm-hmm. We've had um, Cowboy Scott Casey, Eddie Mansfield. Nice. Um. Oh my God! Um, Vince Russo has been on the show. Nice. Um, and and a lot of people that had nothing to do with wrestling came on the show. Mm-hmm. We were we expanded to the point where we were getting non wrestling personalities, mm-hmm. actors, actresses, television personalities, right? People from the world of sports and politics. Mm-hmm. So um, it really kind of. You know, it it opened up a you know a, a Pandora's box of like what's possible, right? You know, it was everything was possible with wrestling with the future mm-hmm. because I could make it, Scotty, anything I want to make it. Mm-hmm. I could make it wrestling with the future of wrestling, or wrestling with the future of politics, or wrestling yep. with the future of whatever the hell I feel like. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, that's how it started. Absolutely. So, do you watch today's current wrestling product? WWE, I do w- not. I don't? can't stomach to do more than three minutes of it. <laughs> I'm ready yeah. for a nap after about three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Monday Night Raw has gotten pretty, uh, pretty stale as of late. Like I can't watch it as much as I used to. Here's what's frightening to think about. Right now, here's what's frightening to think about. Okay. You got WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, New Japan. And a slew, a slew of independent promotions who have television. Mm-hmm. Even if it's local TV, they got TV. Yeah. And that's important because yep. even with all of that, wrestling still sucks. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing to get excited about. I want to, I would yep. love, I would love for someone to prove me wrong. <laughs> but I will I challenge anyone watching the show right now. Yes. If you can tell me of a singular promotion, either large or small, mm-hmm. that that incorporates old school wrestling into mm-hmm. its product, yep. I will watch it. Okay. And I will watch it fairly. Okay. And I will judge it fairly. Because one thing that's missing in wrestling, Scotty. Mm-hmm. Is wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's all, as they Princess say, sports Victoria. entertainment now. Yeah. Princess Victoria, who was a mm-hmm. legendary ladies wrestler. Yep. Had her on the show. Yeah. Great. Yep. She's a dear friend of mine, too. Yeah. Great, great lady. Um, she, has, she says she's got this interesting thing. She says, wrestling has not evolved into what it is. Mm-hmm. It's devolved in, into what it's become. Right. And that's really interesting from a woman who made her living, her full-time living mm-hmm. in that business. And by the way, her career was only two years long. Yep. But look at the impact that she had in that two years. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I couldn't say it any better. So regarding um, having a podcast, what do you find being like the hardest thing about doing your podcast and maybe what it would be the easiest? The hardest thing for me? Keeping yeah. a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, I see, I have a wicked sense of humor. I really do. Mm -hmm. I have a problem. I got a real problem. First of all, I have a problem with authority. Right. But the other problem I have is keeping a straight face, especially when I realize yeah. that the person's being serious. Yeah. When I realize that someone's being serious and it's funny to me, <laughs> you'll find me doing this a lot. I'll cover my mouth because I'm like fucking busting up laughing. <laughs> you know? I'm just pissing myself laughing. Right. That's the hardest thing for me is just keeping okay. a straight face. Um, the easiest thing to do on a podcast is to let somebody talk. Mm -hmm. it, that's the easiest thing because you can sometimes they say less is more. Mm -hmm. I don't ascribe to that because I like to talk and I talk a lot. Yeah. Um, in fact, it's kind of a running gag. Um, when I did, it's funny, you know, you and I have a, a mutual friend named Python. Yes. I felt so bad for Python because I took over his interview. <laughs> kind of like what I'm doing with you right now. <laughs> um, but that's just like I have this outgoing personality and it's mm -hmm. hard for me to contain my exuberance sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes I get a little pissed off about the state of the business. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's hard for me to contain my anger mm -hmm. with the business. Yeah. But the easiest thing is just to let somebody roll. Nice. nice. You know, I yeah. believe if you give somebody enough, you know, enough rope, they'll hang themselves. Absolutely. You know? Yep, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Um, so what guests have you had on your show? Well, I mentioned a bunch of them. We've had, um, mm -hmm. I'll, here, I'll go some non-wrestling people. I've had okay. Noelle Benson, who is a woman's book author. Okay. It's an interesting book. She goes, what men need to know about dating. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, check that book out. I'll hook okay. you up with Noelle. Okay. She's a very interesting character. She's a kook. She's a blonde. <laughs> she's a kook. Um, but she's a sweet lady. But she's, again, she's a kook. Okay. Um, but she wrote a heck of a little book. It's a great book. I, I want to hook you up with her. Nice. Thank uh, you. Stephen Plim has, was a guest on my show. And became a friend. Now, I don't know if you know who Stephen Plim is, but he's got a very famous client named Tiny Tim. Okay. There's a song called Tiptoe Through the Tulips. If uh, yep. some of the old folks out there are old enough to remember Tiptoe yep. Through the Tulip. Um, that Tiny Tim. Stephen is a good friend nice. of mine, and he was Tiny Tim's friend and manager for 25 years. Nice. Uh, manager for five friend for 25 nice i remember tiny um, tim was on um an episode of monday night raw i believe he was embarrassed by king or whatever and then tiny tim got the upper hand or whatever yeah well he and um jerry the king lawler had a uh an interesting relationship but jerry and 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 tiny tim liked each other a lot mm -hmm. and because they're both the same kind of person they're both quirky they're both right. kind of like believe it or not Jerry Lawler's kind of a loner. He just really just kind of keeps to himself. <laughs> um, he's not the outgoing guy that a lot of people see. He right. likes to 
you know, keep things low key, which I respect yeah. that. Tiny Tim was the same way in real life. He was, uh, mm -hmm. and they, they two hit it off. Nice. Um, I think in overall, it was probably a great idea to use Tiny Tim on a wrestling show. Mm -hmm. um, he was custom built for stuff like that. Yeah. He would have made a great manager. What do you think? Yeah, I think he would have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, especially coming out with that ukulele. He could yes. hit people. Every yep. week he could smash somebody with a ukulele. Yeah. That would have been great. Nobody yep. thought about because he's dead now. But, you know, you think back what would have, could have, should have, you know. Yeah. But yep. um, let's see. We've had Stephen Plim. We've had um, Noel Benson. I've had... Um, Anthony Scaramucci on the show. He was yeah. um, briefly worked for Donald Trump uh, for okay. about five minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, for like literally, five, it wasn't <laughs> on long. Um, I've had the Korchenko, um, let's see, Korsita Korchenko on okay. the show. Now, you don't know that name, mm -mm. but if I say to you, Bounty Hunter Truckers, you might know it. He was a, okay. uh, a, TV, a reality TV show. Okay. He and his partner used to go around their bounty hunters, but they drove, you know, semi rigs. Okay. Yeah, and uh, he had a show. Um, well, I thought it was on the like, Discovery Channel or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, can't remember offhand. <laughs> a and E or Discovery. Good guy, really good guy. Um, but I've had uh, I've had a, a promoters on the show. I've had referees on the show. Nice. You know, tons of wrestlers. Mm -hmm. I've had. Um, uh, a couple of people from England on the show. Mm -hmm. um, guy, a guy named Robert Whitaker Johnson that's into mm -hmm. the metaphysical, uh, the spiritual, the psychic. Mm -hmm. We've had people um, like Mark Sotkin, who was a television writer, director, and producer. Right. We're going to have, um, actually, I'm looking at my, uh, my calendar right over your head right now. Uh, <laughs> we've got Jeffrey Mark coming on the show. Nice. Um, a thank you to Python for that one. Um, we've got the Chris Scotty McCoy. Uh, yeah, they're coming on on uh, on Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday, nineteenth. Yeah, and we're, yeah, and it's interesting because you're going to be on a great show. We're nice. doing a salute to horror films that night. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's going to be you, uh, Derek Long, and um, who the hell else do I have? I got somebody else coming on. Some other <laughs> horror person. Um, but we're going to have fun. We're going to talk about horror films. Nice. And yeah, it's going to be going. Awesome. Uh, my friend Nikita Brezhnikov uh, from the wrestling business mm -hmm. actually represented a non wrestling show we did. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you have you ever had Nikita on your show? I have him scheduled. I didn't have him on yet, but I have him coming up. He's an interesting guy because Nikita used to be a Baltimore City police detective. Nice. He was a police officer. Nice. And I had him on a show that we did on the Kennedy assassination. Nice. Yeah. Didn't done, he um, Didn't he manage Nikolai Volkov? He sure did. Yep. Yeah, yep. and Tad teamed with him on occasion, too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, he wrestled. Yep, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, let, ask him to tell you the story about how they met. Okay. It was an Definitely. interesting story about how they met. Definitely. And um, what else did see? Uh, oh my God! I mean, I could I could go probably in the next hour <laughs> just telling you about people we've had on the show. I'm more nice. interested in talking to talking to you about you. 
Nice. What do you want to know? How did you become a podcaster? Greg Gilbert. <laughs> Python himself. Right? The Python. He didn't know that. I just told him recently. Uh, he had me on when I was really a nobody at the time. And he had me on when I was promoting my first book. And uh, and uh, like I had my book published like in February. And he he had me on like that fall. And mm-hmm. he uh, reached out to me. And I mess- talked to him after the podcast, like the interview. And I said, hey, Greg. Um, how did you get in, like, how do you like get involved in uh, interviewing these celebrities? Like, how can I reach out to them? I think that's pretty cool. I would like to do something like that. And he said, uh, well, this is, I usually mess them on Facebook or get their emails or whatever. But, Mm -hmm. uh, here's, he said, he said, if you want to get your start, I'll give you, um, I'll give you Victor Miller. Okay, that, so he, that was my first one, Victor Miller. He set me up yeah. with him, and it, the rest is history. I had Victor Miller on Beautiful. it. Yep, and like that's if you look terrific. At those, it really is. Um, yeah, if, if you look at those interviews compared to what I do now, like it's night and day. <laughs> oh, brother, you want to see night and day? Look at my first show, me and Jeff yep. the Ref. Yeah, we were looking at the camera one. <laughs> and no, now it's like you know polished. It's slick. It's yep. got a look to it. We've yeah. got lights, cameras, action, the whole bit, right? Yep. But I, um, it's funny because, you know, I wrote a book. In fact, I wrote two books. Okay. And he didn't ask me about either of them <laughs> <laughs> when I did his show. But nice. uh, I gave him a bunch of names and phone numbers. Right. Uh, just, I, like, just like I did with you, I gave him a bunch of yeah. names. Because you know what? You have to pass on your knowledge. Mm-hmm. And that's what I believe. Like, you know, I gave you... Uh, people would kill for the list that I gave you. Yeah. You know, there were some heavy hitters in there. Yeah. And, um, you know, like uh, when you get around to getting Buff Bagwell on the show, that you yeah. just sit back and have a Coke because you don't got to do nothing but say, how you doing, Buff? Nice. And he'll take off the re- He'll do the whole interview for you. Nice. Yeah, I have to give he'll him a call the back. Questions he never, and yeah, he never followed up with me on uh, on uh, an interview date, so I have to message him again and uh, I give him a call back and uh, see about uh, setting something up. I'll tell you the secret to Buff. Okay. you got to be persistent. Okay. Because he's got a memory that lasts about 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a plan. Straight shoot. He's awesome. a great guy, but his memory lasts about 30 seconds. <laughs> but it's funny, though. He could tell you... Every match he was in, he could tell you what happened nice. before, after, and during, but he can't remember what he did 10 minutes ago <laughs> or what he had for lunch yesterday. Nice. Funny. It's the damnedest yeah. thing with professional wrestlers, yeah. and it really is unique to wrestlers. Mm-hmm. They are a strange mm-hmm. breed of people. They could tell you what they did 20, 30 years ago, but they can't tell you what happened yesterday. Right. Or what's going on in the news around them. Yep. They just, they're oblivious. Absolutely. They really are. They really are. So Absolutely. Ask, ask away, my friend. Ask away. All right. So if you have any advice for uh, people that are wanting to start up a podcast, what would it be? Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. There are right now, I'm going to give you, I'm going to throw some numbers at you. These are okay. real numbers. And if you okay. think they're BS, check them out. They're real numbers. Okay. In the wrestling genre alone, mm-hmm. there are more than 500,000 podcasts mm-hmm. worldwide. Yeah. Just in the wrestling genre alone. Yeah. Okay. In the news mm-hmm. and uh, sport genre, there are more than seven 
listen to what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. news and sport genre, 7 million podcasts Mm -hmm. worldwide. Yeah. That's off the chart. Yeah. It's so easy to make one now. Brother, I know everybody and their brother's got a podcast these days. (laughs) You know? Absolutely. Because you can do it from your kitchen. Yeah. That's what I'm doing right now from my parents' kitchen. Yeah. (laughs) You got the same microphone I do, brother. Yeah. Not this one here, but yeah, I got one right Yeah, I didn't bring my stand with me. It wasn't it didn't fit in my laptop bag, so I'm stuck holding it today. Yeah. (laughs) I love that mic. That's a great mic. It really is. I got the same mic. There it is. Yep. There it is. Yep. Great mic. Great mic. This is if you want to get into the podcast business, you got to get yourself two things. You got to get yourself a, a really good microphone mm-hmm. and a really, really good computer. Yeah. Because if you don't have a state-of-the-art computer, mm-hmm. you're going to have connection problems, audio mm-hmm. problems. You're going to have problems linking up guests from place to place. Yep. Um, that's that's like serious. You got to yep. like you got to invest some money. Yep, you do. I, I spent about $800 between a microphone, a camera, and all the ring lights I have. Now, I don't have the ring lights here because I'm not at my actual house. Yeah. But I have, like, you know, I have like four or five ring lights that were like 75 or 50 bucks each. I um, believe in. Yeah. And then on top of that, my computer alone cost me about, you know, 1500 bucks. You know, I have a three monitor setup where I am right nice. now. I've got overhead lighting. I've got Two tripod LED mm-hmm. lights. I've got a fifteen hundred dollar computer, mm-hmm. a four hundred dollar computer, and a hundred and twenty dollar um like little nook book they think okay. they call I use that for like um quick edits mm-hmm. if I need to. When I go yeah. live I don't use any of it because mm-hmm. just here I am and that's it. <laughs> um and I I like going live a lot. Right. Um I used to record everything okay. uh, on Wrestling with the Future. But now we've branched out into Wrestling with the Future, mm-hmm. the Psychic Realm podcast, right. Mob Talk. We okay. do the Writer's Room. What's the buzz? We do mm-hmm. Talk is Cheap. We've, we've got like, you know, seven, six or seven different mm-hmm. podcasts right now. Right. And everything is geared towards a specific audience. Yep. Um, Wrestling with the future will always be the flagship, yeah. But at some time very soon, in fact, on again, I'm looking behind you here. Mm-hmm. Uh, on April 28th, I'm doing my very last official mm-hmm. Wrestling with the Future podcast, and my nice. guest will be the one and only Missy Hyatt. Nice on the show. Nice. But we're keeping Wrestling with the Future as our umbrella brand. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we have, like, all these other shows. There's so much to talk about, so much to right. do, more than just wrestling. Yeah. And and I want to talk about movies and television. I want to yeah. talk about politics and, the, mm-hmm. you know, the world situation. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm ready to, to, to do more, like, edgy stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, absolutely. And make a horror movie. Absolutely. So... Yeah. Where, where and when can people that are watching this, where can they, when and where can they like listen to your, to the wrestling uh, with the future podcast? You can find us every Tuesday and Thursday night at 7 p.m. Okay. We are always live on YouTube. 
Wrestling with the Future channel. Just look for it. Go to youtube.com forward slash wrestling with the future. There we are. Nice. And uh, you can find us on uh, Wrestling with the Future um, Facebook page. Okay. Also, you can find us on Facebook on the uh, Talk is Cheap Facebook page. We're on Twitter, Twitch, Vimeo, um, Podbean. We we stream our audio to uh, more than 270 radio stations worldwide. That's a deal that I worked out with a beverage company. Nice. That I'm thankfully now I'm not allowed to say that. I mean, unfortunately, I'm not allowed to say their name anymore. But mm-hmm. but they are the people putting up the the money for our overseas distribution. Nice. And we do have overseas distribution in England, right. Italy, Ireland, Germany, um, and uh, France. Nice. Um. We are also uh, being distributed in Canada independently mm-hmm. um, on, um, I believe it is, and I'll tell you in just a second, on okay. Skynet. Um, I don't know what that is, Skynet, yeah. Okay. So, or whoever's handling our stuff uh, in Canada, and I think it might be, um, it might be, it might actually be Robert Whitaker handling okay. our stuff in Canada because okay. he handles our stuff in England as well. Right. Um, I think he's got our Canada stuff wrapped up too. Right. Um, but yeah, but we got, you know, we're doing okay. Nice. You know, it's awesome. But That's if, awesome, um, man. yeah, but I would, that would, the question was, you know, how would the, what advice would I give? Is that what the question was? What would I give to, um, podcasters? Yeah. Yeah. yeah don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's a lot of work, man. It is. It is a lot of work. Like I have, like I have to reach out to clients, and then I got to book them, send them all the information, make the promo flyer. Then I gotta, you know, write up the questions, do the interview, edit the interview, edit the audio, extract the audio, upload it everywhere. It's like it's it's a it's a process. Um, it is quite a process. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to do here. Let me show you how old school I am. Okay. I did everything on Skype, <laughs> downloaded it, edited it for content, nice. insert my commercials, time it, right? Time yeah. it. It had to be an hour. Wow. Right? To get an hour of content, you know how much you got to go through? How much? <laughs> about <laughs> To get one hour of content, I had to go through about two and a half hours worth of show. Oof. Yeah, my shows used to run two, three hours, brother. Right. Oh, oh boy. I could, I could do three hours standing on my head. Nice on a podcast. Yep. Go listen to some of our early shows. Yeah, I have one show lasted three hours. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like cutting that puppy down because the whole thing was good. <laughs> yeah, my my show, my interviews, they're not really that long. Um, usually between fifteen to thirty minutes on average. No, man, you're gonna be, you're coming on my show. You're gonna hang out with the big boys. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You better be, you better take a nap because you're gonna be up for. A while. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds you're like you're gonna a be plan. up for a while, little boy. I'm sounds like a what. plan. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be on. Let's see, who the hell else is coming on with Scotty? It's nice. going to be you. It's going to be um. Oh, it's going to be Scotty McCoy, Mike Messier. 
and Derek Long. Mike okay. Messier is an independent filmmaker and actor. He just did a film called uh, Mr. Birthday with Eric Roberts. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, awesome. In fact, he starred opposite. Mike's a good friend of mine. He starred opposite with um, Denzel Washington and Meryl Streep. Nice. Uh, in a film called, oh, what the hell was the name of that movie? Oh, fuck. I'm sorry, Mike. I'm forgetting your movie. Um, <laughs> you have to go look at Mike Messier. Do his IMDb's got all his credits on it. Okay. Awesome. Um, speaking of IMDb, Mr. McCoy. Yes. You're, uh, you're climbing up the ranks of IMDb. I am. That I am. That I am. It looks, <laughs> looks good. You got what? You're Thank in you. your 60s now? Pretty much about that, yeah. And I and this is and you're pro you're like my two hundred and sixty something interview. I would I, I think maybe two fifty something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have had. A I've a got five stations with more than probably more than eight hundred interviews. Wow! Nice. If it's not more than eight, it's damn close to eight. Nice. Yeah. Um, I've got everybody from John Gotti's hitman. <laughs> to a man that claimed to be invisible, to a guy who claims to create energy from a closet. Nice. I'm not. You can't make this shit up. <laughs> These are people that've been on my show. Okay. Nice. We get yep. them all here. We nice. get them all here. That is awesome, though. That really is awesome. Yeah, we had a guy. <laughs> we had a guy that claims to have be able to build a closet called an organ closet okay and he created this closet and he says that he can create create mm -hmm. electricity in this wireless seamless closet wow my question is what source of energy do you use mm -hmm. here's what he said okay the human body really mm. you're going to create enough energy from the human body to, to create a, an electrical conductor <laughs> how is this going to work i want to know and he proceeded for the next hour to tell me how it works right nice. i don't understand any of it but if you want to listen to it it's up on <laughs> up nice. on our psychic realm channel <laughs> That's but awesome. yeah we've got like a bunch of different you know yeah avenues people can check us out Absolutely. we've got the psychic realm podcast Mm -hmm. The Writer's Room, Mob Talk, Wrestling with the Future, Talk is Cheap, and What's the Buzz? Nice. Um, yeah. So we're, you know, we're around. Awesome, awesome. And my partner, my co-host, my uh, partner in crime, Amelia Pitbull Chapman. Okay. I call her Pitbull because she's fiercely <laughs> uh, defensive of me. Nice. Very defensive of me. You she need somebody like shit. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anybody disses me. I just throw Amelia on him. That's it. That's all. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> and I look forward to being on uh, on your show as well on Tuesday. I'm really excited. You're going to have that. a good time. I think you're going to awesome. have fun. I'm, I'm excited. You're going to have Yeah. It's going to be, it's gonna be a, a lot of fun. I enjoy Absolutely. anything different. If I don't have to talk about wrestling, I'm a happy camper. Yeah. Because I, I, I love talking about good wrestling mm -hmm. when it used to be good back in the old days. <laughs> yep. But that's dead and gone and buried and yeah. never coming back. Yeah, you know. You, and I said to somebody because they asked me the question, Scotty. They said, "What would mm -hmm. make wrestling better?" Right. I said, "If Vince McMahon walked away." Yeah. 
If Vince yeah. walks away and lets his daughter and her husband take care of the wrestling business, mm -hmm. you might have a shot at wrestling coming back again. Yeah. But what I, they're doing is not wrestling. I completely agree. It's fluff. It's bullshit. Mm -hmm. I grew up in this business, okay? Mm -hmm. I grew up in this business with family that were in the business. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to mention who my, because everybody knows who my relatives are. <laughs> but I will tell you that it's a sad thing to look back mm -hmm. and know that you were a part of this glorious industry and now yeah. it's become a shit show. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a really sad thing to witness. It really is. It really yeah. is. It's a shame, um, and I agree with you completely. I think if Triple H and Stephanie take over, because look what they did with the original NXT. Now NXT 2.0 is a joke. It, you know why? Because Vince took over. Yep. He took advantage. Yep. Let me tell you what this son of a bitch did. <laughs> Vince McMahon took advantage of his son-in-law's illness, mm -hmm. and while Hunter was down, yep. Vince took over and proceeded to uh, in one single bound proceeded yeah. to decimate NXT. Yeah. And everything he he used to have the Midas touch. Yeah. Okay. Now he's got the shit touch because mm -hmm. everything turns brown that he touches. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. You know. Absolutely. He was I, and I said this before Scotty and I'll stand by this statement I don't care mm -hmm. what people say. Vince McMahon was ashamed that his father was a wrestling promoter. Mm -hmm. He was ashamed of that. Yep. That's why he has such contempt for wrestling. Yeah. You notice he doesn't call himself wrestling. It's sports entertainment. Yeah, I've noticed. Well, yeah. here's how about this, Vince? In case you buy on the off chance, Vince, that you're watching Scotty and I. Okay, <laughs> I got some advice for you. Take the fucking wrestling out of World Wrestling Entertainment yes. and just call it Sports Entertainment Inc. How about that, Vince? There you go. How's that for truth and advertising, fucker? <laughs> How about it? <laughs> awesome. Well, I agree with that. I, I mean, it is sports entertainment How's that for now and a promo? There you go. And it is sports entertainment right now. And we do need the wrestling back. I mean, back to the days of Bruno San Martino and Ivan Putski and, you know, Iron Sheik and all Ivan's that. been a guest on the show. In fact, I think I gave I, you Ivan's number. I think, I think you might have. I, I didn't go through all the list. I, I, I went through a couple of them. And if you them. don't have it, let me know and I'll give it to you. Awesome. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure I seen the name there. I was going to reach out, but I didn't get a chance yet. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. You got a lot of stuff to go through, so yeah, I definitely do. <laughs> so let me ask you a couple questions, then I'll let you go. Listen to me, I'm All gonna right. let you go. Sure, show. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you're in the podcast game now. What do you like most yeah. about podcasting? I love interviewing the the uh, guests because they all have, even if they're in the same movie, like they all have different experiences and different stories to tell, and I absolutely love it. Interesting. I have a task for you, young man. Okay. After we get off the air here. Okay. I want to hit you up for a favor because there's somebody who I want to get. Okay. Sounds that, like a plan. The one person that I can't get. Okay. Did I have them? To, you might be able to. I think you may have access to this person. Okay. Sounds like a plan. And if you and I, I just got this funny feeling that you could get a hold of them. Okay. Sounds but like a I'll plan. Tell you after, after we're off the air. <laughs> um, so you enjoy interviewing people. I do. Um, 
Is it rewarding for you? It is. And I make money off of this, but I don't, um, I don't do it for the money. I do it for because of the enjoyment. Because if I made nothing off of this, I'm still doing it for the enjoyment because I absolutely love it. I have a corporate sponsor and I don't take a dime from them. Mm -hmm. I don't make a dime off this podcast and have yep. not since day one. Yep. And I'll tell you why. Number one, I don't want to. Yep. Number two, money will corrupt the way I look at my podcast. Yep. Number three, my sponsor, this beverage company that I'm mm -hmm. not allowed to mention, mm -hmm. they do more for me in advertising than they could ever do for me financially. Yeah. yeah. I can't pay for what, for what they give me. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. But. If you're if you're able to make a couple of bucks from it, then God yep. bless you. But yeah, I, I don't. I can't make yep. money off of something I enjoy. Absolutely, then it doesn't become enjoying. That, yep. The only enjoy. reason why I make money off of it is because the platform I'm hosted on has you uh, create uh, has you have ads on their site, and the ads generate revenue. Like, and that's only the audio format, not the YouTubers. That don't make anything off the YouTube ones. Right. Yeah. Me too. Yep. Ooh, it's windy uh, out there. We have um, a, a streaming platform called Podbean. Okay, that's what that's what I use. Okay, and that Podbean um, platform branches us off into so many avenues mm -hmm. of audio that yeah. it's frightening to think of. Think of Podbean as the head of the octopus. Mm -hmm. Okay, and its tentacles are everywhere. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine when I started that people in Dubai or mm. Iraq would be hearing my voice. Yeah. But I get emails from mm. China. I'm like, literally, I'm getting emails from China, yep. from Dubai, from Iraq, from <laughs> Greece, from Italy, from Ireland. Absolutely. I, get, I get emails from I'm not, I can't, I can't make this shit up. Yeah. It's for real. That's awesome. I mean, I could make it up, but why? Why should I make it up? Don't right, exactly, exactly. And I, I think that's an absolute. That's absolutely amazing. So yeah, that's um, that's kind of like a um, a nutshell of what wrestling mm -hmm. with the future is. So let me ask you a question then. Okay. And now it's my turn because I'm gonna. You're not, <laughs> We're going to break Scotty's rule of thirty minutes. Forget that shit. <laughs> we're way past that. We're way past that. Let me ask you, what is more rewarding, doing film uh, or doing your podcast? I've mm. seen some of your work. You don't know that, but I have. I've seen some of your work. Um, You've got some potential there, young fella. Thank you. you got some potential. you got an eye for horror for sure. Thank you. Well, let me just say, wait till you uh, see our upcoming movie that's in post-production, 72, because that is a that is bona fide to be an absolutely amazing film. I, I might be able to help you with some distribution stuff. Too. Awesome. Definitely. Me, the, Carl, Carl Miller is the director of it and the writer, and he's also co-owner of my company. So uh, definitely get me some names, and I'll pass them along to him, and we'll discuss uh, what, we, what we think. Absolutely. Yeah. Distribution is how you make money. Yes, it really is. That's where the revenue is. Distribution. Yeah. Yep. Tapes and CDs and DVDs yep. and all that. Yeah. Happy horse shit. Merch. <laughs> Absolutely. You don't get rich selling t-shirts for 20 bucks. Nope. You know? Nope, you don't. You get rich selling DVDs for 18. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's how the, the people want something mm. they can hold in their hand and put in their machine. That's what they want. Yep, absolutely. Couldn't agree with I, you more. That's my forte, merchandising. <laughs> Promoting. Yep. It's what I do best. Absolutely. That's why I'm here. I'm a yep. big mouth. People listen to big mouths. Yep. <laughs> Most of the time. Absolutely. That's when they're not telling us to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, this, one, this one was a fun interview. I enjoyed this a lot. I absolutely did. And I thank you so much for uh, coming on my show and, and joining me on this, uh, ama this amazing interview. You thank you. I appreciate it. Let me Absolutely. just throw this out there for people. Okay. Let me um uh, set this out. Anybody wants to hit me up at wrestlingwiththefuture at gmail dot com. Okay. Tell me who you are, what your qualifications are, what you're going to promote. I'll bring you on the show. Sight unseen. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll bring you on here. You know, um, you got something mm -hmm. you want to promote or sell, mm -hmm. or you got a movie coming up. We'll bring you on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. And you can reach us at wrestlingwiththefuturegmail.com yeah. or hit Scotty up. He's got my contact information. Absolutely. And including my my number. And uh, if you need yep. that, hit him yep. up and he'll um, yep. show you how to get me. Absolutely. Right. If you'd like me to be on your podcast, here I am. Absolutely. I thank you so much, Angelo. It's been an honor and a pleasure talking to you. Thank you, my friend. You take care. Yep. And You uh, too. Like they say, break a leg. Absolutely. Thank you. Bye. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye.